Welcome to the Peak RFP Podcast. Uh, Luke Husel here, physical therapist at Peak Rehab, joined by my friend and colleague, Dr. Randy Meredith. He is fellowship-trained total joint specialist from Legend Orthopedics. And today we're talking about an interesting topic, which is the bilateral total knee replacement. Welcome, Dr. Meredith. Thanks, Luke. How are you doing today? Doing great. All right, Good man. To be back. So we've done a six to seven episodes on knee replacement, and yeah. those have been received very well. And today we're talking about this interesting uh, group of folks that have both knees done at the same time. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So this is a pretty low group of folks, right? Mm-hmm. So um, let's talk a little bit about. Uh, why why we don't see a lot of these what we call bilateral total knees mm-hmm. right so um, why why is it fairly rare that uh, that you're doing these I think it's multiple factors and that goes into that most people that come in have some arthritis in both knees but most right. people have one knee that's really bothering yep. them, okay and so that's what they're looking for and so you you, you you take care of these people, you do the injections, you do the medicines, you do all the therapy, you do the things that you can do for them. But then when it's time to do the total knee, it's time to do the total knee. And so most people are looking to get that knee right. fixed. Right. Um, and that's kind of what, what we look for. Uh, occasionally we will have people that will roll in and they will have both knees hurting. They really can't pick one over the other yeah. because it's miserable for them. Um, and that's, like I said, that happens. It's it's a little more rare because most of the time that one knee is going to bring them in early. Sure. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that. What does that patient look like that you would consider doing, you know, so they're in, they've both knees are bad. Uh, what, a, what's the criteria maybe that you're looking for? So everybody, I think every, every surgeon has different criteria. I, my criteria, I mean, bilateral knees are just hard. Right. Okay. Not for me. I mean, we do the we do the surgery the same way. You know, it doesn't really matter for us. We can do bilateral knees, but it's hard. It's it's twice the anesthetic. Right. It's twice the blood loss. We'll talk a little more about that in a little bit. But yeah. you know, there's a lot of energy expenditure that goes along with it. It is difficult because you literally don't have a leg to stand on. Right? Sure. We're trying to react sure. both knees at the same yeah. time. And so, so my criteria for bilaterals, people have to be. Uh, under the age of 70, okay. that's one. They have to be healthy. Yep. They really need to have uh, you know, a BMI of really 35 and below, right. realistically. Yep. Okay. You know, if they're above that, it just depends on the person, I think. Yeah. Um, but the number one thing for that is I think they have to be extremely motivated. Yeah. So let's talk about being healthy. What, what you're talking about is... You know, one knee replacement, as we've, as we've talked about in these episodes before, is is difficult. Yeah. And it's hard. you got to be in the game. You have to be um, in, in you know, really ready to go. Right. Now, for, for both done at the same time, you need to be used to, I would say, exercising. We're going to talk about, like, upper body strength, mm-hmm. right? If you have both knees done, mm-hmm. you're going to really need your arms with your walker. Right. And so... I think it's a no small thing to say you need to be relatively fit and and pretty darn healthy because it's going to be quite a load to your body to get through that. Again, just handling. Well, it's a couple of things. I mean, you you know, you have to be able to, um, you have to be able to take the extra blood loss. Right. That's right. uh, Which is a strain on your heart. 
you have to be able to um, heal both of your wounds. Okay, right. so from those standpoints, you know, people that have a lot of heart disease, um, a lot of lung disease, kidney disease, things like that, um, significantly overweight. Those are all the things that really are not great candidates to have both done. Right, and so I. I actively talk those people out of trying to do sure. it at the same time. Sure. And then I'll usually do one and we'll inject the other one at surgery to help them with that knee until they can get through it till we get them both done. But the studies show that, and over the age of 70, the studies show that the morbidity and mortality rate goes way up with yeah. all of that. So yeah. that's why. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a great topic to talk about with just our, our knee replacement folks is is I would love for you to get yourself more healthy before going into this major orthopedic right. surgery. And I know you would too. Right. Right? I mean, because people heal better, people have better, you know, uh, blood supply and oxygenation of right. tissues when that tissue is healthy and working. Absolutely. So even more important with the bilateral. Right. And again, some people will be ruled out because of their health status, right. uh, which is completely appropriate. Sure. I thought it was interesting talking about motivation. Mm-hmm. You're right. Knee replacement rehab, having a single one is tough. Right. You've really got to be, you know, if, if I come into your office and in uh, considering this, you want to see a patient who's saying, look, I know it's going to be hard. I'm fit. I'm ready to go. Right. I'm going to do the work, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, the, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great key here for this I for think this that's probably the number one key to bilaterals. People mm. come in and they, talk, they want to talk about doing them at the same time. Um, and so I, have, I spend a lot of time talking to them about, look, they have to be motivated. Yeah. The people normally that do this are the people that are looking to – they only want to go through one rehab. They only want to be off work one time. Sure, right? yeah. And those are the people that are like, look, I want to get this done. I want to get back to work. I want to get back to my life and be done with it. Those people are pretty motivated. And so we have a long talk about that. Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important because on the surface, the idea of let me just do two, you know, do this one too while you're in there. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a great idea. Sure. People underestimate the difficulty of both at the same time. Absolutely. You know, for the next 12 weeks after that surgery, it's it's really go time. It's yeah. really hard and and I don't know you've seen folks in your in your clinic probably within that 12 weeks <laughs> who are thinking differently about having bilaterals done, absolutely, right? Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, when I uh, when I did my fellowship uh, over 20 years ago, um, my fellowship director uh, he would not do bilaterals unless you agreed to go to an inpatient rehab facility. Yeah. Obviously, today's world that's not needed, and that's not that's not even really an option for right. the most part. But but back then it was that big of a deal for rehab. And sure. We knew how hard it was. Yeah. We we're a lot better, a lot better today at pain control, yeah. getting yeah. people off those kind of things. Yeah. So you don't really need that anymore. But it's still. It's difficult. Yeah, I mean, his idea was we're going to make sure you get going early mm-hmm. and stay with it early. That's right. Uh, you know, there's no kind of well, we'll see how it goes. Right. Not, I don't think so. Right? You right. got you got to really be ready to go. Um, you know, I think very similar on the rehab side. So, you know, the surgery went well, let's say, and and you're now starting in your rehab that first six weeks. Uh, I one of the things uh, in in the 
bilateral knee replacement folks that I've seen is it very similar to the the single knee replacement is that you're typically going to have one knee that works a little bit better yep. you're going to have one knee that's probably more swollen than the other so those those things still apply from the unilateral knee replacement of folks where you're going to have a knee that's a little bit easier uh, range of motion and those parameters are still the same for us, correct? Absolutely. You know, when we talk about what kind of range of motion we're looking at, uh, at, at four weeks and six weeks and eight weeks, um, those things still apply. We, you know, the priority is, is getting these straight, right? Yep. Good extension, right. uh, making sure their muscles are working, get the swelling down and then, and then work on their knee flexion. The timeline is exactly the same, yeah. except now we're measuring both knees. Right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, the first six weeks we care about motion, 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 getting it straight, getting it bent. Right. Right. And so now you just have to work on Right. Both knees at the yeah. same time to do that. Yeah. And you're exactly right. One knee typically hurts a little more, swells a little more, is a little more difficult. And that's uh, that, that's pretty common for that to happen. So so if if you are a patient out there and, and you're gonna have a bilateral total knee, you know, you can access those earlier ones to to break out uh, Dr. Meredith and I and Caleb broke out more in those first couple weeks, what kind of range of motion we're looking at. So you can get into those and check those out for some numbers. Interestingly, we want those same numbers, but the load on the patient is double. Absolutely. You know, and so that, that's <clears throat> why we're talking about right. this is This is not something that right. you do a lot of. Uh, it's a very small patient population that, right. that can get this done sure. be, yeah. because of that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and the ones, it's like anything, when you, you pick the patients properly, they're motivated. Most of the patients do very well with right. it, okay? Right. And it's just as long as you have those conversations ahead of time. One of the things we didn't talk about that um, I forgot to mention that's important for bilaterals is uh, a fairly good home situation. Absolutely. Okay? So you have to have somebody at home that's going to be motivated as well to help you because yeah. you're going to need it, okay? <laughs> this and is so a, that's this one a super important point, right? Need, right? Yeah, you know, if it's a spouse or if yeah. it's a friend or something, right. this is not like check on you every now and again right. because you really need some help getting up and getting around. Right. Uh, Somebody I, bringing you to PT. Right, right. right. All those things are kind of yeah. important. So, yeah, yeah, so really every, everybody <laughs> needs to be prepped up as you go into that's this, right. you know, that's so right. yeah. so that's super important. So again, folks, we're talking about the, the bilateral knee replacement. So having two knee replacements done at the same time, uh, it's, a, it's a small subset of patients, uh, but it's an interesting one. And uh, just, to, just to recap, uh, you know, you've got to be fit. You've got to be in good shape. You've got to not be uh, significantly overweight. That's going to be harder for you after, right? So, yeah. so we we need to keep working on the overall fitness of of our patient yeah. population, and right. this is a group that that matters even more so for. Um, and then there's a little bit of the age under seventy that that we're going to look All for right. too, right? So a lot of folks are out there that are that are healthy and 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 ready to go, and so that may be a consideration. I would encourage. I mean, anybody out there that has. Both knees are bothering them. Both knees are arthritic. Both knees are like that. And you want to, to have bilateral total knees. Right. You know, that's the conversation you need to have with your surgeon. Sure. To see, sure. hey, am I a candidate? Do you think I'd do well with that? Do you think I wouldn't do well with that? 
Um, and I just think that's yeah. important. Yeah, the reason that we're doing the podcast is to get our patients educated before they get into a situation uh, that, that they don't know what to expect. Because when our patients know that they need to be fit, that they need to be highly motivated, that they need to have really good family support, they're going to be successful. 100%. Right? Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. Okay, Dr. Meredith. Well, it's good to see you again. We'll look forward to getting after it again. Thanks, Luke.